and welcome to Geekcaster Weekly. I am your host, Taylor, and today we have a guest host with us. Yo, it's Davion Bussy, a.k.a. the Daybreak of Dawn, keeping it here. And welcome to our first ever episode. So, just so you guys know, this podcast is basically a weekly summary of everything you need to know, nerds. So if you were busy at work, if you were busy with the kids, whatever you were doing, we got you. Alright? Here we go. So first thing on the agenda is the new wave of reboot. So that's a new thing for every old show of my childhood. I feel like they're bringing it back. Um, I don't know. I have mixed feelings. How do you feel? I'm in the same boat as you because of the fact that there were reboots that were done in the past. Some were good, some were bad. And I don't feel like expressing some of them. Not like I could. You think I should? Let us know. Let us know how you feel. Compared to the Evil Dead reboot, I love the reboot better than the original. Compared to the Ghostbusters with the females, and the original cast. Like, the original cast did they thing except for the females, and it was like, what is this? I mean, did you not like the new Ghostbusters because it was female? No. You felt like the cast didn't live up to the original cast. And they didn't live up to the original cast. Okay. It had nothing to do with sex, and I want that to be known. It's just that certain elements have to come with it. It has to be part within this film, within the film of Ghostbusters. And with the new cast that they had in that time, it didn't turn out great. Especially when you had was it, Chris Hemsworth do a funny, became the comic relief throughout the whole entire film, and it was supposed to be the female. Come on. Uh, I guess you have a point there. I he know. was supposed to be the sex symbol, to be honest. <laughs> I know that, um... Disney is definitely jumping on board with the reboot wave. Um, they've already done Raven's House, which is a reboot of that show Raven. I've caught a few episodes of it just to see what it was like. Um, it's very natural Raven-like. Um, the theme of the show is still there, but they're adults. Um, I don't know if I would want Raven as a mom. She's a little hot, bit of a hot mess. That's just like what they're but, uh, yeah. That's just like what they did with uh, Boy Meets World. They put Girl Meets World. Exactly. I'd rather stick with the traditional in the 90s era than I do with the new, new stuff. Well, I've heard that they're bringing back the Proud Family. And I'm low-key hype about that. They're supposed to be bringing back the original cast. Um, so as long as the writing is good... I am. I'm very excited for that reboot. Okay. Um, while we're talking about shows, let's focus on the film. There's a lot of reboots that they've been mentioning. Um, they talk about rebooting Die Hard. They're talking about rebooting. Okay. Um, but what I'm hearing behind the scenes is Super Friend Roger Rabbit. Oh. And the new graphics for that, that would make that pretty popular. But the thing about it is, I still thought it should be left alone because it's a classic, and this was the first time Disney and Waterworks actually collaborated and created a, a, a perfect masterpiece, 
other films that they mentioned, and I'm like, oh, Beverly Hills Cop, you're talking about remaking? Uh, I don't know. I mean, remaking or doing, like, a, a sequel. Well, that was the issue. They're talking about, at first they were talking about doing a sequel, but then they said, oh, we're going to do our remake. No, Beverly Hills Cop is a redo, and even a sequel. You know what movie they do need to redo? And I would very much appreciate it because it is a classic, but it's a kind of a con classic, The Birds. The, the way that they did The Birds in the original movie is so horrible, especially compared to today's graphics, that we're too hard to pay attention to the scariness of the movie because it's too busy laughing at these toy birds that are not even scary. But you got to realize at the time, that's what they were trying to focus I get that. But I'm saying Most of them. Um, but you know what? It may just take a while for the show to get into the 
who they are, despite what everybody says about them, this is the story for you. So a quick breakdown without spoiling anything. It's about a young girl who ends up homeless because her parents have died. Um, and she stumbles upon her classmate's house. And it turns out that her classmate's family has been cursed. And their curses, they each represent a member of the Chinese zodiac. So when they are touched by the opposite sex, they turn into the animal. Think wrong on one hand. But the thing is that one of the main characters is the year of the cat, which is considered the black sheet of the Chinese calendar. Technically, he was kicked off the Chinese calendar, but he still exists as a zodiac sign. So it's, you know, a lot of family drama, and then the random girl who wore the voice as per usual, animated. So they're getting a season two, um, another 25 episodes, that's scheduled for 2020, that's that on Netflix. And I'm going to go off topic for the list because everybody knows she know. Everybody should know what the date is. September 20th. What is September 20th? The time is right. Nope. We go to Ray Area 54. Oh, yes. Okay. I so forgot to look this up before we recorded this. I need to know what happened because the, the Air Force was definitely threatening to, like, Hold people down. Well, what I'm told that the person that basically posted the Facebook saying it had over a million people that basically signed up, he pretty much backed out of it. And he basically was promoting his concert that's a couple of towns away from Area 51. And it's a huge concert that's filled with, like, aliens, but it, it has local talent. People that come in that just around the world just come to the concert. I mean, he may have kind of tried to distance himself, but I know for a fact that Roswell is book solid for this weekend. There are no reservations in Roswell. They got snipers, they got eight, they got six Yes, they do. <laughs> Area 51 has pressure sensors around the entire perimeter. There are guards and trucks sitting on top of every hill. There are cameras behind every bush. Camera flies. So I would advise y'all to dress up like aliens because then maybe they will take you in. <laughs> Just run like Naruto. That was the
matter of fact, there's a live action YouTube version of Samurai Champ Lou and Samurai, uh, Afro Samurai. Afro Samurai. So if, if you ain't never seen the Afro Samurai or uh, Samurai Shampoo, I don't know what you're doing. But check out the live action one. The live action one is really good on YouTube. Uh, what else were we talking about? Well, we didn't, you, we didn't even talk about Food Wars. Okay, yeah. So Food Wars, you can basically think of that as your typical anime fighting show. So you got the underdog who's coming from regular regular life to an elite school, except the elite school is a cooking school. And you can think of this as if you mix anime and like Iron Chef together at the same time. So it's just a bunch of kids battling it out over food. Now it may not sound like an intense battle, Although there's no physical violence, there's definitely battles within this series. And as somebody who cooks but doesn't actually know how to cook, if that makes sense, so I can follow a recipe, but if you put a mystery box in front of me, I'd be fucked up. So you try to tell me I can kick your ass and cook? Maybe. <laughs> but this show has really inspired me to learn Make my abilities average in the next life. 